0: You're listening to Along the Narrow Way, a podcast that walks you through books of the Bible verse by verse to help you dig into God's Word so you can walk along the narrow way with Christ more faithfully. Hosted by Pastor Will Russell and co-hosted by Jimmy Miller. Join them as they help us understand the Bible so we can walk more faithfully as disciples of Jesus. Did you want to maybe read... A chunk or something here yeah set, i'll set us up where y'all want
1: to start and yeah you know, i'll just, just get us a paragraph i'll read us down i'll start where jesus equal with god and i'll i guess i'll stop to where we're just short of verse 30 that'll work we'll just kind of see where we go from there <laughs> so we're we're starting in john chapter five tonight we're in verse 18 it, it, remember last week everybody we was uh, we went through uh the pool of Bethesda. Beth- where the angel comes down and stirs the water, and, and uh, you know Jesus is there, and he asks if the if the man wants to be healed, and he, he, he heals him on the Sabbath, and all everybody gets in the big tiz over that, and you know, but Jesus points out that he's working, and it's that, he, that the Father's working, and he's working now. And this is where we start picking up into where Jesus is equal with God, and we see that Jesus is God. I think we're going to really start seeing him. Really reveal that mm-hmm. in the next few chapters, you know I mean? He reveals that all the way through his word, but you really see it right, right here, I think. So I'll just pick up right there. Okay. Uh, this is why the Jews were seeking all the more to kill him, because not only was he breaking the Sabbath, but he was even calling God his own father, making himself equal with God. So Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, the Son the son can do nothing of his own accord, but only what he sees the father doing. Whoever does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but has passed from death to life. Truly, truly, I say to you, an hour is coming and and is now here when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God. And those who hear will live Thank you. There we go. All right. So as Jimmy said, uh, I put in the comments,
0: but just for the record, if you want to follow along, we are in John chapter 5. <coughs> Mr. Jimmy picked up with verse 18. And as he so dutifully set up this context, you guys last week told walked through the story where Jesus heals the... Man mm-hmm. that was uh, paralyzed, lame, whatever paralyzed. Name, we didn't
1: know if he was paralyzed in his or what yeah. kind of paralyzed, but he was paralyzed. He couldn't
0: get to the uh the pool that the legend was an angel would stir the pool, and if you were the first in, you got healed. That's right. Uh, but if you're uh lame or paralyzed, you, you're not going to be there very quick. That's right. So, and he said he didn't have anyone to help him. So, this guy then is obviously. Uh, one might argue, without friends, uh, without family. I mean, said he had no one to help him, uh, but here comes Jesus, and he helps them. But Jimmy, what was their primary gripe, the Pharisees? It said this phrase that you had in verse 18. What was their main gripe with what Jesus did? To take up the bedwalk. He he healed on the Sabbath. Now, that's interesting, because uh, here's the miracle-working rabbi, Jesus, and whether you're let's say you lived in their day Mm. whether or not you believed he was the son of god whether or not he believed he was the messiah they no one could argue the the miracles no one could Mm. argue what he did and the authority his teaching carried so jimmy would you not think that you let's say witness this miracle Mm. and you would i would like to think i would rejoice that this is awesome this This guy can now walk. He can he can get his life back. He can go get gainful employment and have a
1: life. That's right. But they were worried over he broke the Sabbath. Yes. Their pride got in the way a little bit. I th- you know, I think. You know, they were they were disturbed because they like the people depending mm-hmm. on them, I think. You know, they they like people, you know praising them and stuff like that. So that, I think they felt threatened right there, I agree. you know, and uh, now we, now the guy, I think he was kind of right. We seen that we kind of picked that apart a little bit about his peril, We That's a, a symbol of sin mm-hmm. and he wasn't willing to deal with his sin. So, you know, that's where we kind of got off on that a little yeah. bit. Last but the, you know, the, him healing on the Sabbath, they were just so caught up in tradition and wanting to, wanting to, the people just to cling to them and to follow their way. I, they just I, missed it all, you know. They yeah. just missed the whole point of what Jesus was doing right
0: And there. that's the key, I think, Jimmy. They, they missed the big picture. Yeah. They, and so, now, Jimmy, the second grope, what's their second grope at the end there you read? Uh, verse 18. Verse 18,
1: where we at? So he broke the Sabbath. Sabbath and he's making himself equal with God.
0: And that's the big one, right? Yeah. this is So, because, now, let's give the Pharisees, I don't want to sound heretical here, so go with me for a minute. Yes, yes. Let's give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. Try to put ourselves in their day. Oh, yeah. And the Pharisees and Sadducees, they were looked to be the religious gurus, the scholars, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, whether they're not there right or wrong is an issue. I'm just saying, try to put yourself in the mind of a first century Jew there. So you're either what the Bible called a sinner, as in you didn't keep the law yeah. according to their way, to or that. you were righteous according to their way. That's right. Now, whether or not this is right or wrong is another issue. I'm just saying, you know, follow their their cultural logic here. So now then, the men of the doubt, I say, let's think for just a second, um, they're looking for the Messiah, but Jesus comes and doesn't fit the bill. No. The Messiah they were looking for, would you say more of a like a military a military leader, a
1: powerful, uh, you know, more of a dictator? I think okay. they was kind of looking for. That's what we would call him a day, you know, to come in there and just you know take out all the Romans and everything like that, set up a monarchy mm-hmm. and, and rule. So they're like looking that. for
0: like a hero, yeah, a hero, a but, uh but but he was a hero, but not to their. Picture. Yeah. Exactly. And so what that leads to is a misunderstanding of Jesus. And I, I'm being easy on them, I know. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying uh, for a moment, let's just think for a moment. Um, in the Pharisees' mind, they're looking for the Messiah. Here comes this Jesus. He's a rabbi. But he doesn't fit the bill, so you're not sure about this guy. Mm-hmm. He upsets your power balance, yeah. your sway, as you say. Um, so then they're expecting him to fit their version of the yeah, Messiah. Yeah. Now, I'm stressing all that to say this. As we go through this, I think it's important to remember that context that you would think the natural inclination is to be excited that he's doing these miracles. And therefore, if he says to you, Oh, by the way, I'm the Son of God, yeah. the long-awaited Messiah, believe in me and me alone, you would think that naturally follows. That's if right. you can perform miracles, I'm probably going to follow. But, yeah. but <laughs> to them, it was other stuff. And the other stuff are the things that wasn't really in the law of Moses, mm-hmm. but they made it become the law, if you will. They, right. they added to the law. So one of those then is the Sabbath day's law. I don't know how much I've talked about that in here. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the Jews, the Pharisees, their problem Jesus always had with them was they added laws upon the law. Yes. So you have in the book of uh, Moses there, or the, I mean the first five books of Moses, so the, the book of Exodus, the Ten Commandments, one of them, uh, what are you not supposed to do on the Sabbath, Jimmy? Work. Right, so keep the Sabbath what? Holy. Holy, right. So the Pharisees' mind, by Jesus' day, said, you know what? We need to make extra sure we don't break that real law, real Ten Commandment there. Yeah. So we will create extra laws that are meant to sort of be barriers from you even coming close to breaking the real one, the real Commandments. Uh-huh. So they have these laws called Sabbath Days Laws. And I don't remember all the numbers, but they made up laws of you can only walk so many steps on the Sabbath. If you walk past that number of steps, you've worked. You know, and, and you, you can't you can't do this and you can't do that, and because
1: if you do it it's work. So they're already not trusting God's word to work people out to their mind one could argue you know yeah so
0: so that leads to and that's why i'm saying they're wrong but i'm just trying to help us see but here's where they're coming from they're in this system of law upon law upon law Mm -hmm. and the closer you keep it you can check those boxes i'm more righteous Uh, and so now then here's jesus and he worked on the sabbath but what was the work he did the work of God. That's right. So that's the irony. He's doing the work of God, but to them he's just working and breaking the Sabbath. That's right. So that's why they're so agitated. They're saying well now wait a minute, this this rabbi yeah, he could do some miracles, sure so why? But if he were really the son of God he wouldn't heal on the Sabbath because that's work and he wouldn't, the second one, he wouldn't claim to be equal with God, right? Because we know that's crazy, but so that's kind of their uh, their frame of mind there. Anything to add on that?
1: No, no, you got it right there. So uh,
0: I think then uh, Jimmy set us up well with uh, retelling the story and then reading these. So now then, Jesus takes a moment here that Jimmy read, and he's going to sort of make a case. In verse 19, where Jimmy read, Jesus' response to them is, Truly, truly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of his own accord, but only what he sees the Father doing. Uh. For whatever the Father does, that the son does likewise, so I do think we, it might behoove us to move a little slow through this because what Jesus is going to do is sort of make one point that connects to another connects to another. he's kind yes. of making a, a chain case here. So in the first observation, Jesus says, "I want to note, uh, did he deny or, or did he uh, did he did he deny or not deny Jimmy their charge that he's making himself equal with God? Well, he didn't deny dude. right. He so it's sort of an argument from silence, too, yes. because if he, if, and there's people that will say, this, well, look, Jesus never claimed to be God, okay? <laughs> like, you'll have some, you'll have some non-Trinitarian uh, groups that Jehovah's Witnesses are coming to mind, they've come to my um, door, and they're very nice people, you know, but yes. but they'll debate that with you, that, well, now, no, look, Jesus was the Savior, but he never claimed to be equal with God, never claimed to be God, and so, but think about that here, and you have Jesus, this is a perfect moment for him to deny no, no, wait a minute, guys. I never said I was equal with the Father. That's I right. never said that. That's but right. he doesn't do that, does he? Never, no. No, one, so no. he launches into more of a
1: defense. It's like he doubles down. It <laughs> like, would make him a liar. That's right. <laughs> if he was that's right. denying himself. <laughs> wow. Hmm. I think it, hold on.
0: I think We may have a, a glitch here. A <laughs> glitch. So the live video ended. I don't know what that's about. Sorry, folks, I hope you're still with us. My computer tells me the live video ended. It does that on
1: brother's will. Ah, okay. Okay, my
0: phone says we're still good. I'm going to assume we're still good and keep rolling. So, um, verse 19 then, Jesus' first point is, all right, look, you have the Father and the Son, but Jimmy, did he say that the Son and the Father are, like, at odds? Like, the Father's got one will and the Son has another
1: will? He says they are one.
0: That's right. That's right. So so uh, he says here, all right, look, um, thank you, Brother Will. For some reason, the computer said we were down. So apologize for that interruption. <laughs> so Jesus' first point is understand something. I'm the sign, and here's the Father. But we're in unison. Yes. Okay, because he says the work I've come to do is really the work of who, Jimmy? The Father. That's right. So he's saying here's something you're missing, Pharisees. Yeah. You think I'm here being a blasphemer, but what you don't understand is... The Father sent me to do this, and I'm only carrying out what he sent me to do. That's right. So, now, I want us to hold on to something here again, because I want to make a comment, and it probably needs to be developed a little bit later. But here's the comment I want to make. The first thing to think about, I think, is this. Jesus is first setting the tone that he is in a type of partnership. I don't want to use the word submission, but what I'm getting at is Jesus is setting the tone of, He's going to make the case he's equal with the Father, yeah. but yet he's going to make a case too of, but he kind of flows the work of God out on earth. That's so right. it's like the Father wills what needs to happen, and the Son carries it out. That's right. So so when I say he's submitting to the Father, I don't mean that he's less than the Father, but rather, think about it, it, it was the Father, I mean, it was the Son that came to earth to do this, right? Not the Father. That's right. So I think that's Jesus' point is, He's come to carry out the will of the Father. So in the first thing, he's saying, I'm not at odds with the Father. You think I'm blaspheming, but I'm not. I'm at odds with him. Um, But then the Father loves the Son and shows him all that he himself is doing in greater works than these. Uh, Will he show him so that you may marvel? So again, Jimmy, is he not trying to say to them, a proof is the miracles? The miracle should be proving to you I've been sent by the Father. My work proves what I do, who I am. Now, here's a trick question. Okay, Jimmy. So, is Jesus the only miracle worker in the Bible? No. No. Who else has worked miracles? Let's not fast forward (laughs) to the Let's work back. Let's work backwards. So,
1: who else would you maybe call out that's done miracles? Moses did a miracle. That's right. Moses. uh, Moses. Moses. Abraham was a miracle, Did a miracle just by following God? His His presence his blessed presence, people. Presence blessed, um, the, uh, the
0: prophets Elijah, Elijah, Elisha. Um, uh, yeah, there was even uh, dead people raised. Yes. Uh, the Timonite yeah. woman's son, maybe, was right. uh, right. son was raised. By, so, Jesus is not the only miracle worker. No, but Jimmy, what is unique about what he's saying here? What makes him? What makes Jesus unique as a miracle worker versus the others? Because because his first point I'm trying to say is this. He's saying, look, believe the works I'm doing. They prove I've come from the Father. Mm-hmm. So what's unique about him being a miracle
1: worker versus the that, others? That his work comes from the Father. It, it is the Father's work. I don't, I don't know how to say it. I, I don't know how to put it in words. So, um,
0: uh, so the other prophets, though, never claim to be what?
1: god that's That's right right. that's it you're right there they never claimed so they were given you think about moses he was granted in fact though the prophets always pointed to the one who was
0: that's it that's it so so you've got the other prophets and moses being granted an ability to perform miracles we'll go ahead and use that word um but it was always to validate a message Um, so it was to validate a message of here's Something that God is going to do, or here's a sin that you're in, and this is proving the power of God is still over Israel, and you need to turn and repent. It was always to sort of validate the messenger's message. Mm -hmm. But they never claimed to be the Messiah, right? They were pointing back to the Father. In fact, many of them will say, one's coming. he's coming." So now Jesus comes, and he's doing miracles too. Mm -hmm. So let's be frank, no big deal. I mean, sort of, no big deal from the chain of the Old Testament. But the big deal is what, Jimmy? It's the Father's work. He's saying, he's saying it's the Father's work. Jesus, works. though, says, I'm the end of that chain, though. I'm yes. the one that all the prophets were pointing you to, so my miracles validate my message. And his message, though, is, but I'm the Son of God equal to the Father. Yes, so, yes, I love that. That's so amazing. now yeah. then his first proof is, okay, look, believe the works I'm doing. They validate I'm really from God. So he's trying to make a case, guys, I'm not opposed to the Father. You think I'm blaspheming, but I'm not. I'm working the work of God, and the miracles prove that. That's wonderful. Verse 21 As the Father raises the dead and gives life, so also the Son gives life to whom he will. For the Father judges no one, but has given all judgment to the Son. We'll stop there real quick. So, again, Jimmy, with just those two verses, um, Jesus is adding a little bit more. Mm. The Son has the authority to do what? Judge. Judge. Yes. Right. Now then, this is interesting, because who do we typically think of will judge on Judgment Day? The Father. We we probably typically have this image of the Father, and there's a place for that. I'm not saying that that's that's not it, but it's interesting, because in their theology, they would have had that image of God, Yahweh. Mm -hmm. He is the Righteous One of Israel, the Holy One of Israel, but He's the Judge of the Earth. That's right. But now you've got Jesus sort of, I believe, He's trying to make this connection in their minds. Let me take this understanding you have of God as your your judge of all the earth. But listen, guys, now I'm here as the Son telling you that I'm actually the agent of that judgment, if yes. you will. Know. I'm the one carrying that out. So you have anything to add? He's the authority. Yeah. He's the power. He's the right hand of power. Right. Now then, verse 23 is the kicker, too. So that all may honor the Son. That's right. But then he says what, Jimmy? Just as what? The Father. Just, <laughs> so if you've ever doubted, and I mean this with all respect to the Jehovah's Witnesses and non trinitarian people that have personally come to my house, and they've been very nice people, okay, so we're not dogging people for the sake of dogging them, but if you've ever doubted, you know, did Jesus really claim to be God? Well, there's multiple passages where he did, but this one in particular, would you say, Jimmy, is pretty... Black and yeah, that's,
1: white. That's pretty black and white. It's pretty self... I mean, it's evident. It, it, it's, it screams it right there. It's not even implied. Not, it just no, says it. he says, <laughs> the Father
0: is the one you're thinking of as the judge, but he's given that authority to me so that everyone will honor the Son just as they do the Father. Exactly. Now, if there's... If you... If he's not claiming to be equal to the Father, I don't know what other words he could use to say that. Because if I say... If I say, guys look, um, I'm equal to God, and here's the proof. I do the works of God, and I'm the one that's going to judge people yeah.
1: so that they'll honor me just like God. That's a pretty bold statement. I mean, if Jesus was, it was, if Jesus was just to say, well, I'm God, I'm equal to God, he would still have to give you these reasons because yeah. you'd be like, well, why? what's the reason Then he would just say this right that's here? Right. Right. <laughs> that's right.
0: So again, think about it. Jesus, Jesus didn't come like the prophets before him. Again, other prophets come bearing a message of judgment, but it was always, God's going to judge. That's right. You know, repent or God's judging, but here Jesus comes and says, look, God's going to judge, but through me, so you need to believe in me, because you need to honor me just like you do the Father. So, again, pretty pretty definitive statement. He doubles down. They're mad at him because he worked on the Sabbath, (laughs) and he claimed to be equal to the Father. Instead of running away from that or denying it, he doubles down with, I'm going to prove to you that I am equal to the Father. So... (laughs)
1: Interesting. There. I would just love to look, see the look on their yes, faces as yes. they were doing this.
0: Like, That's right. <laughs> Are you kidding me, man? And now he presents a negative um, because he says, whoever does not honor the Son does also not honor who, Jimmy? The Father. The Father who, who sin. sent him. Yes. So now this is where we're getting a picture of the Trinity. Uh, we we yeah. believe that as evangelicals that God is three in one. One God who exist in three distinct beings or persons. Um, and so one of the proofs of that, as a side note. I've had people say, well, I'm not sure about the, the Trinity. They'll say, I believe in the Father, Son, and Spirit, but that they're all God, but it's God uh, presenting himself yeah. in different forms or That's different true. manifestations. But That's the true. challenge with that is, uh, what about the baptism? At the baptism of Jesus, do we not in that one scene See three characters. Yes, The yes. Father audibly calling from heaven. So he's in heaven, not on earth, but who's on earth? Jesus. The Son there, yes. Jesus. And then the Spirit coming in the form of the dust. So you have all three making up the Godhead, the Trinity. Yes. Now, I said that to say this. I believe Jesus is beginning to, to hint at that. Because here he says, yes, I'm separate from the Father. I'm the Son. I've been sent out on behalf of the Father. So you would maybe think logically, oh, well, he's second to the Father. He's like down here. Mm -hmm. But he goes further, though, to say, but wait a minute, I have been sent on behalf of the Father to do the work of the Father, but yet it's the Father who through me will judge the earth, and everyone's going to turn and honor me just like they do the Father. So he sort of goes to say, I've been sent out from the Father. You might think I'm secondary to the Father, but oh, wait, by the way, you're going to honor me just like you do the Father. Mm -hmm. So he sort of ends it with, I'm equal to the father.
1: That's right? Right. I mean you gotta think of it like a think of it like a modern think look at a monarchy today. I, I guess the only one you can really look at is mm-hmm. the British monarchy. Yep. Now the queen, you know, or the king, whoever's sitting on the throne, there's people there's other nobles there, but they don't mm-hmm. sit beside the king or the queen. They don't sit beside they sit out here and they're doing other things that they're being told to do, which that's great. But the son sits right next to the father. Mm-hmm. That is a position of power and authority that that's mm-hmm. equal to yeah. who's mm-hmm. on the throne. I like it. so sorry we got we got fans, they got fans. So um, that's the best way I can kind of put how the and I guess in you know, Human terms in yeah. a, in a picture, and, and
0: it's hard to put in human terms the you know, the, the Trinity, you know, because it's not a human concept; it's no. a divine concept. So, so any way you try to wrap your head around it, you're always going to find sort of a, yeah. a hole in it, yeah. you know. Yeah. But but the Bible states it;
1: it's it's there. Um, so, did you have something? Well, you guys, you know, think you're the you, you're the image of God. Mm-hmm. And he's made you with three parts your mind, your body, and your soul. Right. He makes you in three. I agree. So, what? Uh, I mean, but I you're the same person. You're not three different people. You're, you're one you're entity. one person. And yeah. I, you know, and I, and I look at my, you know, here in America, you know, I'm, my real name is James, but everybody calls me Jimmy. Well, I'm not a different person. I'm still the same person. Do you want me to call you James? No. Oh. I, mean, I don't <laughs> care. You can if you just, want to. If that's easier for you, you can. You know what my name really is? What is it? It's actually Dustin. <laughs> I just want to make sure. So i don't like James, actually, though. He's gonna get me. Yeah, well. <laughs> <He's laughs> like, yeah, you, know, right? you know. Yeah. But my full name is James Donald Miller. Yeah. You know, some people when I was a kid they called me Jimmy Don, but I was still the same person. I called you Donald. Yeah, yeah, there you I go. Like that. Yeah, there you go, and I would have been happy with that. So there's how I look at it. On does it change who you are? Does it change who I am? My character's the same. I'm yeah. the same person. I'm willing to do whatever. Is. There you go. Now I'm not saying I'm equal God. Yeah. Now don't get me out there. I'm not doing what Jesus is doing here. <laughs> you know, but you know,
0: there's yeah. my
1: take on it. You know, yeah. that's the best way I can explain. The Trinity yeah I'm with it man so
0: let um, yeah, big big picture zoom out, come back in um he's yes. done done the miracle, they're mad because it's on the Sabbath, they think he's broken the law, which would make him not a viable messiah, much blessed son of God, uh but then he's outright stating he's equal to the Father, and they think that's blasphemy, yeah. so now then um. He comes here, though, doubling down to say, the miracles prove I've been sent from God. I've been sent from God to do the work of God, but oh, by the way, I'm going to judge people and receive honor, just like the Father receives honor. Mm -hmm. And then you've got in verse 24, truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but has passed from death to life. So, Just a moment on this. I want to back up to Jimmy. Let's look at verse 21. Verse 21. Okay. For as the Father raises the dead Mm -hmm. and gives them life, so also the Son gives life to whom he will. So uh, this has sparked some debate throughout uh, different churches because um, some people wonder, well, then... Who does Jesus choose to give eternal life to? Do you follow me? Yes. Because he says that phrase, um, is he not saying, "I have the authority to decide whom I grant eternal life to"? That's yes, right. Right. And so that's that's caused people to wonder. Well, okay, who does he decide? Does he um, does he decide some over here, but not some over here? You know, how does he do that? But Jimmy, I think it's real simple. If you just keep reading, and that's why I want to jump back after we read verse 24, who does he state in the same paragraph who he decides gets eternal life?
1: The, the one who sent him. And then the people who do what? Uh, truth truth whoever hears my word, hears mm-hmm. his word, and
0: believes and in believes, him. Right. Yes. So just to point out that um, you have Jesus saying he has authority to do miracles, power over death itself, Yes. Power to judge and power to save. Yes. And then he says, "I I will decide whom I save." But then it said, "But here's the principle." He says, "It's anyone, anyone, whoever both hears and believes, That's right, right, Jimmy? That's right. Hears and believes um, him who sent me." So whoever looks to Jesus believes that message that he spoke of being sent from the Father, bearing eternal light and life from God, and that he says, so by believing in Him with faith, then you have what? Eternal life. You have eternal life.
1: That's the one chosen. That's The it. one who chooses Jesus is the one who's chosen to have eternal life. That, that, that's so, wonderful.
0: So He does not come into judgment, uh, but has passed from death to life. And this is not really directly germane to the flow of the chapter, but I want to just say something here, Jimmy, and get your thoughts. Um, from a from a pastoral uh care perspective um and I know you're not a pastor but as a uh, a godly man that would encounter um people in your life that that they're hurting Jimmy so so you still may not be you know uh on staff as a pastor but you come in contact with people that that you could bring uh help from God you know yes. a message would you find comfort Jimmy in a verse like Jesus saying this If you're a believer in Jesus and you're saved, we would say, he said in this phrase, you're already out of judgment. That's right. And then he says, you've already passed from death to life. That's right. So, And I know this gets hard. This gets super hard. But I'm trying to picture if the doctor said to me, and again, this is hard because I've never gone through it, and I pray I never do. I pray you do or no one. But imagine being given a debilitating medical diagnosis mm-hmm. and there's really little hope that that you're you're getting in this life you're not recovering from that and and your life is is physically going to be altered emotionally altered um, you're on treatment of your life that you're never really getting back to normal um, there's no good way about that but to I, my mind was just stricken though to try and think though okay but as a child of God in a way doesn't matter what happens to me down here that's right because they could tell me my life as I know it is over but but where do we really have life to man
1: Jesus that's it in heaven it's there yeah you, you, your eternal, your eternal life begins the moment that you choose Jesus you know I mean of course, the preservation of life really kind of, you know, will hit you every now and then. Of course, sure. you don't want a rock falling on top of your head you and killing you. Th- I think God built that into us. <laughs> yeah, to, you to know. Instinct to
0: try and you know, stay alive. Yeah. But, but would you say there's a difference in we have that natural instinct to preserve life versus yeah. my whole life is about preserving my life. It, it's about trying to make, yeah. make my earthly life the best I can.
1: Yeah, you can do that. But I mean, you know, I've had the you know, I've had the I've had the cancer diagnosis before. Now, I knew, you know, I didn't really know what, it, they said that mine was going to be a 90% success rate, but they didn't say that right off the bat. There was kind of a moment of silence there, <laughs> and Well, you have a cancer. So it hit me for a minute, you know? But I know in that moment, I had days during it where I was, you know, like mad. And, but, there, but in that moment, I didn't feel scared. Mm. Like you think, you know, I mean, you think that you just start with trembling and and stuff like that. And maybe some people do. I don't know. Maybe the ones that don't have Jesus, maybe they do. I don't, and I haven't been in the room with another Christian. Mm -hmm. I just know what happened to me. And, you know, I just didn't have any, it just didn't, didn't, I didn't think about dying. I didn't think. So it's like this peace. Yeah, I I didn't think my life was going to end. You know, I didn't feel like it's over. Right. You know, I didn't feel that feeling. Yeah.
0: I heard, uh, this is uh, another complete side note, and we'll move on, but I, I just felt like I wanted to dwell here for just a second, if you don't mind. Really? Um, just as a practical standpoint, Jesus, I think we gloss over that, you know, oh, we have eternal life, we have eternal life. But think about that practically. You have eternal life in Christ, but what that means is no matter what happens to me here in yeah. this life, yeah. I should count it as doesn't matter. It, it, it really doesn't
1: matter when you think about it's rubbish. what's next. It, it, it is yeah. rubbish. I mean, I mean, it's it, it's there's things important in life, you know. But it's but I'm talking about, you know, we're talking, you know, just you know, you don't have to worry about you know, like I'm right. off. I'm I'm going to be like that. You're not going to be like that forever, you know. Right. God's going to give he has a new yeah. body for you, it, and he may have you like that. I know through the cancer, it taught me to depend on God right. to to you know to not fear death and I, and I knew that that taught me to appreciate eternal life it did cuz yeah. before that I mean I I was scared to to die you know I, sometimes I I'm, I'm afraid of how I'm going to die like I'm going to die like some crazy blow up or fire or something right. but I'm not afraid to die or what's going to happen to me after my death that yeah. that helped me with that
0: and I think uh, Larry King, you remember Larry King, the mm-hmm. Larry King Live, mm-hmm. uh, He's passed away, and, you know, he wasn't a believer, wasn't a Christian. I remember John MacArthur, a very known pastor, would go on his show, <laughs> and there's been several times Larry King, before he passed, I remember, had straight up admitted in interviews when he left his show, he would say, um, you know, one of the things that bothers him is the thought of dying. Mm. And he and he would always say, uh, I'm probably butchering the words, but he would say something like, um, Cosmic dirt, or it might not be cosmic, but but he understood that in his view he was dying and just would return to dirt. Mm. Now what's ironic is that's sort of a biblical thing, you know, to dust to return yeah. as far as the the physical uh, part. But um, but I thought how sad that um, you you you're Larry King, you've accomplished so much, everybody knows your name in America basically, um, and yet he can still say at the end of his life, you know, I'm really worried about dying because. You know, and I just thought, uh, I'm reading this here, and I'm just thinking uh, how blessed we really are, yes, to have a good life, but mm-hmm. but even if we didn't, though, j- just to hang to a phrase like this of, but I'm not judged by God anymore. I've been forgiven, and I have life. I don't have to worry about just simply returning to dust. That's right. You know. That's right. Uh, but anyways, I know that's not the main point, Jesus here, but I just thought uh, that was Amen. something that jumped out at me. Um To encourage us or anyone listening, you you know, you could encourage someone that that maybe you know are a Christian or not, Um, but there's your opportunity to say, look, um, if you're a Christian to boost them up with, remember the eternal life we have, Um, and if they're not a Christian, there's your chance for
1: the gospel. And just whatever you're going through, just look for, God Maybe want to do something with you through Mm -hmm. that, and I mean, it may may be hard to realize that (laughs) because you're suffering, you know, and it's hard. But you don't know who's looking in, you know, and they, and they see your strength and everything like that. and They see you make it through that. And you may not ever know. It may be no. somebody that you just was just watching you at treatment or something. There you you know. don't know that person. You don't know. how. Uh, you know, I sit around and watched a lot of people my whole life be strong. Christians. I didn't go up to them and say, well, you're a real strong guy. I'm mm-hmm. glad you did. I just watched them and I was like, man, so I want to be like that. Man. That's a good point, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. So verse 25, Jesus
0: just to truly, truly. I say to you, an hour is coming and is now here. "...when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son also to have life in himself." So again, another marker of him saying, "...here's another trait that I carry that makes me equal to the Father." Now he says, I have judgment power. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get honored just like the Father. Now he says, I have life-giving power. Yes. And we go to Genesis, and who's the creator of life? God. God. (laughs) But now he's saying, it's really the Son. It's really me doing it on behalf of the Father. I would argue this, and if someone's still down, well, I'm still not sure Jesus was making himself equal to God. Does not God himself say, I will not share my glory with another? Says it to Moses. That's right. By definition... If Jesus were not equal with God, we could then accuse God
1: of sharing His glory with someone less than Him. I'd have to say that because Jesus did far more than any prophet, mm-hmm. any of these other guys did. You know, yeah. <laughs> he he didn't change water to blood; he changed water yeah. to blood. <laughs> You've got Jesus receiving
0: people's worship. You've got him saying, "I'm going to receive honor at judgment, just like the Father, and I have life-giving power." miraculous power. Again, so all this to build a case of it's almost like Jesus saying to the Pharisees, I have every right to say I'm equal to the Father because I am. And here's all the reasons why we're trying to prove to you that I am. And again, I I want to argue in an ironic way, if Jesus was not equal to the Father, then one could almost say, God, you messed up here because you gave this guy, Jesus, too much leeway, too much uh, power and authority. And God says he would never do that. So the only way Jesus can say what he said is he really must be equal to the Father. Now, in verse 28, um, or excuse me, verse 27, Jimmy, he says, he has given him authority to execute judgment because he is the Son of Man. Uh, do not marvel at this for an hour is coming when all who are in the tombs will hear his voice and come out. Those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment. Right. So, again, he keeps lavishing on this case of um, there is a judgment. There are those who are righteous That reap rewards, uh, blessedness, but those who are not righteous reap the full-blown judgment of God. But Jesus is saying, but where does the Son fit? The Father has granted the Son to carry out that judgment, to exercise that authority. Again, stressing, right, Jimmy, that um, He's equal to the Father. He's executing
1: the judgment. He's not just saying it. He's actually performing he, what yes, the judgment's going to say. He's carrying out yes. the judgment. It, it's, it's not... Uh, you're, he's not just saying, you did all these things, yeah. and you know, all right, now you just sit over here in the court. No, he, he's going to execute.
0: You're it. exactly right. And it just hit me um, in Matthew and Luke, and I don't remember the exact reference, but... Did not Jesus say He would be the one on that day, saying to those, "Depart from Me"? Depart from Me. I never knew yes, that. So again, indicating to your point, that's the sign on Judgment Day, sort of rendering verdict yeah. that all you're here, why you're white <laughs> yeah. all the great what? That's funny. right. Man. So, all right. Uh, did you read verse thirty, or did you stop there? I didn't read verse thirty. Okay. I stopped, I stopped. Uh, do you have any thoughts before we move to the next section? No. No. That's, that was. That was... I'm good. (laughs) Um, Do you want to maybe, let's uh, do 30. We'll kind of pick up this next section. Um,
1: Maybe just just stop where you feel led, Jimmy. I'll I'll just go to six. Okay. Just go ahead and read. All right, we'll read the rest of the chapter. uh, Speaking of verse 30, I can do nothing on my own accord, on my own. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just, because I seek not my own will, but the will of him who sent me. If I alone bear witness about myself, my testimony is not deemed true. There is another who bears witness about me, and I know that the testimony that he bears about me is true. You sent you sent to John, and he has borne witness to the truth. Not that the testimony that I receive is from man, but I say these things so that you may be saved. He was a burning and shining lamp, and you were willing to rejoice for a while in his light. But the testimony that I have is greater than that of John. For the works that the Father has given me to accomplish, the very works that I am doing, bear witness about me that the Father has sent me.
0: And the Father who
1: sent me has himself borne witness about me. His voice you have never heard. His form you have never seen. And you do not have his word abiding in you. For you do not believe the one whom he has sent. You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. And it is they that bear witness about me. Yet you refuse to come to me that you may have life. I'm going to start right there. Okay. I like it. I like it.
0: So now he's still in the same conversation. (laughs) He's moved from, uh, I like the heading that my specific Bible has. Again, this heading is not inspired by God, but I do like it. They call verses 19 through 29, the authority of the son. Uh, Um, I think that's a good way to think about that whole section we just talked about is remember, Jesus is sort of making a case for why he has the authority to do what he did, because they're accusing him of being a blasphemer. So it's sort of like he's defending himself to say, here's the case for my authority to do what I did. Uh, And now he moves on to, he's going to call, think of a courtroom, he's going to call some witnesses, is how uh, I I view this section, Jimmy. Who's the first witness he, he calls? He called this character here. John the Baptist. That's right. And so he says, I, I can do nothing on my own as I hear I judge, and my judgment is just because I seek not my own will, but the will of Him who sent me. All that to say this, hes I believe Jesus is stressing the point abundantly. He is not opposite the Father. He's no. equal to the Father, but yet stressing, but we're like this. We're in unison. Yes. There's not one will of the Father and a separate will of the Son, and the two are, you know, well, the Father wants to do it this way, but I want to do it that way. That doesn't no. happen, you know. No. Jesus is saying we're we're... Together in this, I'm I'm carrying out his will and I'm equal to him. But again, verse 31, if Jesus says, if I come here and, and give a testimony about myself, mm. what does he say? Would that be valid? No. Right. Now, Jimmy, do you remember in your old testament law, do you recall this idea of what Moses set up in the law about if there's an accusation or a charge? Um, you needed what to establish the case or the charge? Witnesses. And you recall... um, I think two or three. That's right. It was a minimum of two for sure, where um, Moses set that up in Jewish law that that you can't just have some John Smith say, I saw Donald here. I saw (laughs) saw James Donald here uh, do this. And all of a sudden, yep, okay, he's guilty because this guy said it. The law said, no, 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 wait a minute. There at least needs to be someone else to establish that that, did this really happen like we got to cross this out here and make sure uh that these witnesses match up and you know much like today uh court trials want multiple witnesses you don't just want one you want multiple and then because you got to convince a jury you got to convince some people here that your case is right or wrong so jesus is kind of doing that to say okay um i'm not trying to just testify myself which i would argue jimmy um he could have done that just on the basis of the miracles. He could have, yeah. You know, but but I, I think, okay, I think um in the wisdom of God and the kindness of God, I think that oftentimes God will condescend to our level of ignorance or disbelief. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I've shared this over and over and I won't belabor that, but you know my story in college. Um I really believe. God, looking back, I think he condescended to my level of ignorance and put things in my path to show me, here's the evidence that I'm real. Here's the evidence for Jesus. Um, There are some people, they don't always need that because I believe probably their faith is, uh, maybe it's of a different uh, maturity, if you will. And, And so here I think Jesus could have said to them, you're a bunch of morons. (laughs) <laughs> you need to get your life right or you're going to be going to hell. That's right. But instead, what does he do? He, he he says, okay, I'm going to condescend to your level of disbelief yeah. and provide you some witnesses here to try to make the case. Anything right. uh, that, that... No, wrong? no. no go ahead. So the first one, uh, verse 32, as Jimmy said, um, he says that there's another one who bears witness about me, and Jimmy said that that's John the Baptist. Yes. Jesus says that. You went to John... And he bore witness to the truth. Uh, we won't read that here, but you go back to the first part of this gospel of John, and that's where you'll find that. Yes. Uh, the Pharisees and then go to John. Are you the Christ? No, I'm not the Christ. Well, who are you? And what did he keep saying?
1: He says, I'm the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. He Makes way, prepare the, prepare the way for the Lord. I think so right. he said all that to him. He <laughs> did, he did. And then the one comes yeah. after me, that I'm yeah. not even fit, untie that's his, right. Uh, his He's already telling them the authority of Christ mm-hmm. before Christ even tells them his authority. And remember, John was popular. Yeah, he was popular.
0: Um, you know, he was beheaded eventually by Herod, but uh, that he was kind of duped into that because even if you read that, Herod didn't want to do that because no. he even kind of liked John. He just couldn't have John out in public saying his, his marriage was wrong. But, That's right. Uh, but he says, look, you remember John, right? The guy had credibility with many of you as a, a prophet, And but he says that John was telling you about me. That's so right. So there's witness one. Um, I'll, I'll kind of... I'm going to skip a little bit, Gene, but you feel free. Tell me if, if I miss something, you say, hey, I want to look at this. Go back to that, okay? So verse 34, not that the testimony that I receive is from man, but I say these things so that you may be saved. So that, that is kind of what I was saying. I've I lost that verse, but I think Jesus right there is saying, what I was trying to say earlier, that um, I don't have to tell you this, but I'm going to tell you this because I want you saved.
1: You know? I think one reason why he was doing this, if, if Jesus was just to sit there and be so blunt about it, it wouldn't allow us to have a free will to choose. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it, it would be like him making us mm-hmm. believe in him. would you say that? It wouldn't be I, I can like see that. what it
0: means that way. Yeah. yeah.
1: Maybe that's the reason. I don't know. I may be in the weeds. No, 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 no. I just, <laughs> I, I,
0: I think you're on something. I, I think again, it's just, I, I think I look back at my life and think about times where I've doubted God or had uh, disbelief or as I, I say, my life first ought to be um, the one, that came to Jesus for healing with his son with epilepsy, thrown yeah. in the fire. And he said, uh he said it, Jesus said, if you'll believe, you'll be healed. And the guy said, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Yeah. I feel like that should be my life first. Like, yeah. I believe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, But help my unbelief. Yeah. And, and
1: so, I was, you know, I actually you know, pray that a yeah. lot. Like, I believe you, Lord, but help my unbelief. I don't know what you want to do, I don't see it. it, you it know? So I
0: think that's Jesus sort of saying, Look, I don't have to give you all this uh testimony. Um I've done enough, but I want to see you saved. He says, so that you may be saved. So he's ca- he's trying to help their unbelief. Um, John was a burning and shining lamp. You were willing to rejoice for a while in his life. But the testimony that I have is greater than that of John. Now, Jimmy, what's the second element he calls on as proof? Verse 36. Uh, verse 36. The first. testimony the I have is greater text. than John.
1: For the works that the Father has given me to accomplish. Right. So now witness number two. The so you, you have
0: John the Baptist. but then he says, you know, I have something beyond John the Baptist. The works I'm doing, the miracles I'm doing. Yes. And we've stressed that earlier, but Jimmy, again, should that not have been a pause for thought to these guys yes. that, okay, this guy can do some stuff, and uh, maybe we should
1: listen a little bit to what he has to say. <laughs> you know, it's it, I can't even believe they question, because with all that power, he could have done stuff for himself, made stuff for himself, mm-hmm. made his life a little easier, but he goes and uses his power to help others. Yes. You know? yes. And they don't exactly even acknowledge it.
0: that. Exactly <laughs> it. Alright, so Witness 1, John the Baptist Witness 2, the miracle, the miraculous power When he's going to bring in witness 3 uh, Jimmy, I think that's going to pick up uh, The last part of 36 The works that I accomplish The Father is giving to to accomplish The very works that I'm doing Bear witness about me that the Father has sent me But verse 37 um, Would you give that to us, Jimmy? And the Father who
1: sent me Has himself borne witness
0: about me There you go himself. Witness, witness 3, the Father So, John the Baptist, the works, the Father who has sent me has borne witness about me. So, interestingly enough, Jimmy, these are believers in God here, the Pharisees, okay? Yahweh. They would call him Father. So, again, he's trying to open their minds to see, look, guys, you accepted John for a little bit, but, but you're missing that John was trying to point you to me. You know you can't deny the miracles I'm doing here, but I'm trying to show you they prove I have the power and authority of God. You believe in the Father, right? Okay, well, I believe in the Father. Well, guess what? The Father sent me, and he himself bears witness about me as well. They goes on, because his voice you have never heard, his form you have never seen, and you do not have his word abiding in you. Mm. It's a pretty serious charge. To be told by Jesus, you don't have the word of God actually (laughs) guiding your heart. Um, Because he says, uh, you do not believe the one whom he has sent. So we've got three witnesses. John the Baptist, the miracles, the Father. But
1: I love the next one, Jimmy. What does he call on next in verse 39? You search the Scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. And it is they that bear witness about me. There it is right there. Yeah, he keeps (laughs) building this case.
0: Look at John the Baptist. Look at my miracles. The Father sent me.
1: Look at the Scriptures. And when he says the Father is bearing witness about him, All the prophets—that's the father speaking through, and they believed that the father was speaking through Mm -hmm. the prophets, or they wouldn't have been so meticulous to copy down every single prophetic book. That's right. (laughs) So you search the scriptures now. The scriptures, Jimmy,
0: in context of his day, what's he referring to as scriptures? The Torah. That's right. So, and we would call it the Old Testament or the Pentateuch, Uh, I guess at this point. Yeah, they would have had Genesis through Malachi. So, um, uh, Genesis through Malachi was already established by Jesus' day. So, interestingly enough, um, he's accusing them here of, you should have known of my arrival. Mm -hmm. You should have understood the things I'm doing, lend credibility to that I'm the real Messiah, the Savior. Mm -hmm. Because he he tells them, you you search the Scriptures. That's not a command, you search Scriptures. He's telling them, uh, this is something you do. You guys are pouring over the scriptures because you think in them you have eternal life. Mm-hmm. So he's appealing to something that they thought, if if we know enough of this book, if we follow enough of this book, that's why he had law upon law upon law. So if we can follow this book, the Father will love us. He'll be pleased with us. Mm-hmm. But Jesus is calling on that as a witness to say, but but wait a minute, guys. It is that very same book <laughs> that testifies the who? to <laughs> him so, yeah, you know that's <laughs> ironic isn't it uh, they bear witness about me but verse 40 you refuse to come to me that you may have life
1: mm-hmm.
0: so pretty serious charge it is um, I like verse 40 because at times we could be tempted to think but, but they just needed a little bit more proof they just had more proof <laughs> more evidence but verse 40 he's actually saying you refuse this isn't that. a problem of your knowledge this isn't a problem of evidence this is your heart now you refuse to come to me
1: now I may get off in the weeds a little bit right here this hey, may be a I got, little, I got my through the little dark look my Bible will be in our hatchet. Folks, let's cut through the weeds here would you say that Satan places people that would look like spiritual leaders in churches to disrupt things purposely and they were and they are more willing to follow Satan yeah, to... Yeah. Point people away from Jesus. Jimmy, I absolutely say yes. Do you think I any of these guys might yes. have been? They knew that it was oh, the Messiah. They know. They know it, but they don't want people to have eternal
0: life. I, I absolutely say yes. You have to think too about Satan and his forces. They already know they're beaten. This mm-hmm. is the ironic thing. They already know they're beaten. They know it. So why do they still bandy about the earth and try to uh, bring people to hell? It's sort of this I know I'm beaten, but I'm going to do everything I can to, to yeah. ruin. Yeah so let's say you're God and you know, I'm going to do everything I can to ruin your plan it's a sword, and take all these people yeah I'm going to take all these people down with me so um, you have Paul saying Satan is the prince of the power of the air so the irony is God is sovereignly in control over everything but for the in between time until we get to all that stuff in the book of Revelation underneath God's sovereignty he still allows Satan to to have his day he um, and so yes
1: I agree with you yeah. wholeheartedly and that's a dark yeah. way to think but hey Evil is evil. No, evil is evil. You know, um, it, it's not just, you know, I mean, yeah. a sin is sin. I mean, sticking handing hand and stealing a cookie is, is a sin. Yes. But there's some dark, dark evil out there. Yes. And, and Satan, that's where he works. He works in the darkest right. form of it. Agreed. I, I think you're <laughs> absolutely right. Uh, Satan knew what he was doing.
0: So um, he's deceiving people, and these people probably even know. But you think, listen, and I don't, I don't want to get the weeds on this, but... I do like what you're saying to think about just politics. Think about American mm-hmm. politics. Um, why is it we can't really get things done for people? And this applies to left or right, um, because we say the phrase, well, there's always politics involved. What, <laughs> what does that mean? Because everybody has an angle. Everybody really? everybody wants to get the bill through or have it look this way or because they have to please, you know, the lobbyists, the, the money people. They, they, they got to they have their base, their system, They're, and they need to preserve
1: it. They, they only so, see their agenda. Well, my agenda benefits me, and I don't really care right. about how it's going to hurt everybody else, because it's going to just work everything out for me, yes. and I have it fine.
0: So that's the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They have that base, that power yes. system, and Jesus comes along, and it's just, you know, he's doing this. It's upside down. <laughs> Wait a minute. So to your point, I don't think a lot of them are wanting to see the truth. They don't. They're wanting to reverse this power back over to where it <laughs> was. Um, you've got Nicodemus and uh, Joseph Arimathea, the mm-hmm. only two I know of mentioned yeah. by name that were of their group, sort of. Uh, but the vast majority, no. You know? I think Gamilio
1: probably became a believer. That's yeah. interesting. That's not rote, but, it's not wrote, but you know, it's but it's how he stood up, yeah, that's interesting. Kind of made it, you know. He was obviously saying something, he you know. The <laughs> mind was going there. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I being it. Being Paul's teacher, yeah. you got like there's some wisdom there, no, man. I can't, I
0: can't that either. So uh, yeah. Uh, verse 41, I do not receive glory from people. Um, now you may say, oh, but but wait a, wait a minute, I thought Jesus said he's going to be honored like the Father. But here, Jimmy, what I believe he's saying in context is um, his authority and his power and his prestige, his mission, it's not based on human uh, boosting. It's like he's not a human top hero. Yeah. It it doesn't depend on
1: humans promoting his platform. Well it's it, we, it, some people act like Jesus came to earth to get a boost. No oh, right. no he already was boosted. He, 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 he came to earth to give That's us right. a boost. Right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> he, he didn't need to be made famous. He well, you yeah. know he needs to he needs to be known, That's but right. he's already
0: famous. He don't need us to be yes. famous. So don't get tripped up with, but I thought Jesus does receive honor. He does from people, but he's saying here, his uh, power, authority, and status, it doesn't depend on human glory. Like, like no one can worship him, and Jesus is still Jesus. He's still the (laughs) Son of God. That's what he's saying in verse 41. Um, Verse 42, but I know that you do not have the love of God within you. I have come in my Father's name, and you do not receive me. If another comes in his own name, you will receive him. So another serious charge yeah another serious charge um this right here i think answers a little bit of what we've been saying earlier why wouldn't more people believe in jesus um it goes back to what he just said these people these people thought they were right with god but yet what he's really saying to them is you are so far from god it's not even funny you're so far from god you're missing john mm-hmm. the scriptures the miracles, you're missing everything. That's right. Um, and so, again, a, a very serious charge that these are the people thinking they're the key holders to the kingdom, but they've missed it.
1: They're worried, they're worried about if they're missing the fringe on the road. Yes. You know, that's
0: all they're worried about. That's it. <laughs> um, but the double serious charges, he says to them, someone else could have come bearing his own authority and you'd believe him. That's right. You know? Um, so, Jimmy, let's think about this for a second. You brought up uh, false spiritual leaders in the church. Is there not? Is is this warning not still valid today? When you think about um, uh, cults, or you think about anyone that's come along yeah. and who says things like, you know, I'm the true this, or I'm the
1: true whatever from God. You know, the first person he, mm-hmm. he's it's long he's long gone, but the first person I think of is Hitler. Yeah. And his birthday was just the other day. Oh wow. I'm like, I'm not saying happy birthday or anything. But. It wasn't April third, was it? April, uh, April twenty. See, mine's the third. So I was okay. good. I was going yeah.
0: to formally change my birthday. You're right. Oh no, no, Hitler <laughs> could
1: change his. Hitler, that's right.
0: Hitler we won't even know I was his, his right. birthday. We'll
1: more. just etch his. his face, so <laughs> but Hitler, there, you, you know, know that that's one people blindly followed him. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, there, there were some people that didn't agree with it, and they just got caught up in the. Yeah, I mean, you're stuck in a country you're stuck in a country it's yeah. kind of like here you know we're dealing with a lot of stuff in the, our own government that mm-hmm. we don't like to see that looks kind of nazi mm-hmm. in a way you know I'm not going to sit there yeah, and say what all of it is a little high handed yeah. yeah, a little mm-hmm. high handed yeah. and we're trapped in it right. you know we, I can't just get in a boat and go somewhere nor <laughs> do I want to I mm-hmm. want to sit right here and I want to share mm-hmm. the word of God because you. This, if, you're, if, you're, if there's mm-hmm. a bunch of sick people that's where you need to be right you know and they're sick Sick with sin, yes.
0: So, interesting
1: here, I think, Jimmy, is
0: this charge is still pressing today. And I would argue, Jimmy, tell me what you think, even for real Christians in the church. And here's what I mean um, so as a minister, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, ministry philosophies, there's a lot of ways to uh, you know, bring in members, bring in a crowd. I'm even going to argue the practice of ministry could be deceitfully sinful because and I'm stretching what Jesus said a little bit, I know, but is there not a charge still today we need to be careful of as Christians to make sure the church we're going to, the people we're letting teach us, um, the ways we're doing ministry, all of that needs to be brought under the umbrella of does this glorify Jesus? That's right. Or are we doing it to where we may say it's about Jesus, but even the method or how we do it could really show uh, we're really trying to build a following. We're really trying to build yeah, yeah. a boost here. Have a fan for, club. Yeah, you know, what we're yeah, doing. Yeah. Um, and I think for celebrity pastors, I would argue that's a big challenge. And you see some of. Them, it is. You see some of them fall, and um, they could really be Christian. You know, I'm not going to go there. Uh, Christians can fall into sin. Oh, yeah. But but it's a challenge, I think, because that temptation then kicks in for these celebrity minister people for okay, is this about God or I got to keep building this base? Because yeah. we've, we've, you've got thousands of followers here. So then you start making decisions
1: for the masses rather than to the glory of God, you know. I I don't even know how I would address that to a TV preacher if I was sitting down. Saying so, I'd, I'd be like, if he was struggling with that or, or I thought he was struggling, I'd be like, you know, go off TV for a year mm-hmm. and preach. See where you're at. See yeah. if your heart's still in it. Yeah. Well, as much I as mean, it. Seriously,
0: i thought about that. Um, you know, Arkansas is a rural state. Go preach in a rural church, yeah. where you're probably not to, to be vocational. Yeah. Is your heart still for the people? Still ministry? Are you just like seeing yourself
1: preach on TV? That's it. You that's know. it. So, um, if you're
0: not a preacher, I would argue the temptation is still there. For anything you're doing in life, is it about ourselves, yeah. our glory, or to give glory to God? Because um, He's charging these guys with. Uh, you, you're studied in the scriptures, but you're missing the point. You're
1: you're doing all this stuff, but you're missing the point. The point was the I case. used to make the mistake, and sometimes I still do. But I, I was listening to a sermon one time, and it brought it home to me. You know, you can't. You know, I always ask what I used to ask God. What can I do for you? I, that's the wrong way to even ask God. anything. I can't do nothing for God. God <laughs> does stuff for me. Yeah. You know, I can only do stuff with God. Yeah, with the ability that He gives me to do things. You mm-hmm. know. I can't sit there now. Like you gonna to try to outwork God. You can't outwork That's God right. just like you can't outgive him. Yeah. <laughs> like good luck. try to. Yeah. You know, you'll wear yourself out. Because I've it. tried to do that. That's man, it. You ain't gonna do it. Yeah. Well, we're almost to
0: the end here. Um we're a little after <laughs> a little after time. Do y'all sometimes run over eight? Yeah. Alright, we can probably finish this chapter, folks. You'll hang with us. Um I said folks, I think there's one, but it's okay. <laughs> so it's probably way. Really So, um, all right, he says here, how can you believe when you receive glory from another and do not seek the glory that comes from the only God? Do not think that I will accuse you to the Father. There is one who accuses you. Who does he say? Moses. Moses. Wow. Again, he goes back to, you guys love Moses,
1: right? He's your hero. But Moses is going to accuse you in judgment. This line has always confused me. Mm -hmm. And I I probably should study on this one more, and and I haven't, but... I thought the devil was always the one that stood and accused us. So
0: I now again, this needs more
1: thought. Okay, yeah, I, so want, I, I want to make that
0: clear. I'm speaking off the cuff, um, and Brother Will can get on next week and correct yes, you know, whatever yes. I say. But uh, uh, I would I would argue, Jimmy, that yes, um, you look in the Book of Job; it's Satan's called the accuser. Mm-hmm. He's the one accusing the saints. Um he's he's the one accusing the saints uh, look at how bad they are, look how bad, you know, they're not worthy to be your children. Um yes, that is that is true. And um but I believe here in this flow of thought he's getting at not so much is Moses taking the place of Satan as the accuser. I th- I think he's meaning in this specific situation. That I was, got you. It's yes. kinda of like, kind of like saying um you believe Moses but he would argue against you. Right? Ah, that, I got uh, you. That, I guess. M- meaning in this point about uh Jesus being Messiah. There it is. So I I, I think he's not saying in the broad sense Moses accuses. He he's saying mm, when we're, we're looking at am I the Messiah, Moses yeah. would argue against yeah, you. Yeah. You yeah, know yeah. I, I don't know if that makes any that, sense. That does. that does um, that brings it home for me. Uh, did even I didn't, for, for oh, the <laughs> record on Internet Land Brother Will you're feel free to to Clean that up next week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> cleaned up. But that's my off-the-cuff answer. Um, so,
1: Thank you. That has been no. an age-long question. <laughs> okay. Well,
0: I don't know. You we'll know, let Brother Will uh, I, mean, I think know, that's so.
1: pretty good. I did really uh, Okay, but <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm, I'm glad it helped. So uh, there's one who accuses you, Moses, on whom you set your hope. So he, he's appealing to their common knowledge. They, they believe Moses, so they should believe in him, but they're missing it. Because he says, for if you believe Moses, you believe me, for he wrote of me. But if you do not believe his writings, how you believe my words. Ugh. What a fitting end, because there he wraps up this case with, um, John the Baptist told you about me, that I'm the Son of God, equal to God the Father. My miracles tell you I'm from God. Uh, my uh, The Scriptures tell you I'm from God. The Father himself, whom you claim to love, is proof that he I've been sent out by him and he wraps it back around again and say, You guys love Moses, you pour over, as you said, the Torah, you make laws upon laws to help you not break the Torah. You guys love Moses. Of all the people of the Old Testament, they probably love Moses the most. Uh, you can say you've set your hope on him. But yeah, what's ironic, Jimmy? they, they, won't, they won't believe the right. That's right. So they, yes, it's, it, it's as if you imagine building your whole life, so let's say you're 50 years old, you've built your whole professional life to being a scholar of wow. Moses, a yeah. scholar, and yet Jesus can come to you and say, you've missed the whole point, <laughs> you, you've got a PhD in Torah law, <laughs> and a second PhD in just the life of Moses. And you've missed everything he said. Like, how would that make you feel? And
1: they, and, and they, and they can't even comprehend
0: to, be yeah. to believe his word. That's because it. Because they won't believe the rest. Right I now. think it goes back to what you said earlier. They don't want to believe. They don't want to. Now, I want to end with a couple of applications, and then I want to let you open it up for, for your thoughts um, okay. to end us out, because I'd like to end it with some practical thoughts. So, Jimmy, what strikes me from everything we read here, uh, sort of a final charge for us, us believers would be this. Um, I and I think that if you have anyone that comes and says, you know what, Jesus never claimed to be God, take them to John five. Yeah. Just, you could go a lot of other places too. Yeah, but walk them through John five. Yeah, like how do you explain this? Jesus claimed to be equal to the Father. Amen. Um, another point would be: are are we are we sure that we ourselves are not missing the point? That we're not missing the point about life. Um, how many people? Jesus said are gonna claim his name. Yeah. But he'll tell them what? I never knew you. Depart. Depart from you. me. So I think, I think it is always good for us as believers to get to a place where we still say, I need to check myself. Okay. Yeah. Why I'm in church. Why? Yeah. Why do you go to church? Yeah. I serve on this team. I do that. Why? Why? Why do you do that? You know, I read my Bible. Why? Why read the Bible? I pray it. Why? And my opinion, Jimmy, based on this. If the answer is anything but because I belong to God. I'm one of His children saved through Jesus, and I do these things because He gives me a new heart to want to do these things, yes. to serve Him. I you want know, to grow closer I mean? to yeah, Rather yeah. than, well, I pray because it makes me feel better. I read the Bible because it makes me feel better. I go to church because that's what you are supposed to do, right? We live in the South. It makes me feel better. <laughs> so, um But those are not good. I think Jesus would
1: say, hey, you've missed the point. I'd say maybe that's a starting point for Mm you, but it should grow from there. That's right. You know, I mean, you should grow to be wanting to grow in fellowship with God. Because just as Jesus is in the Father and the Father is in him, at Mm -hmm. the end, we're supposed to be in Jesus. You make a good point.
0: Let me clarify, because I said make you feel better. Uh, I I think reading the Bible in prayer should make you feel better. You know, It should. I want to make that clear. I said that wrong. What I'm, I'm meaning is, and thank you for clarifying, is... In a, in a selfish, like, uh, yes. uh, I, go, I have church life because I just feel like I need it. Yes. But if you're, I need it isn't, well, because that's what Jesus wants me to do, and I need to be surrounded by a body of believers and serve the Lord. There's a lot yeah. of people that like me yes. there. Yes, it there. should make you feel good. Yeah. It should make you, you know, th- th- all of that. But feel good for the right reasons. Um, I think you should feel encouraged yes. in church. Yes, Not just like, <laughs> right. this is great. Yeah. So the final point I'll add, and I'll turn over to you, Jimmy, to round this out. Um, I have found it interesting in this chapter, and I'm thinking this because I've been personally reading the book of Acts. Paul does the same thing Jesus did mm. when it comes to evangelism. Yeah. And here's what I mean. Jesus didn't have to walk through all this. No. He But what did he say? I tell you these things so that you may be saved. Yes. If you read Paul in the book of Acts, you'll find in certain places like Acts 17, he goes to Mars Hill. He, he's talking to Greeks. They worshipped multiple gods, you know, Zeus and Hermes and all these gods. He saw a temple, remember this story, to the unknown God. Yes. Paul used that to make his sermon. That's right. He said, I come bearing to you this God that you aren't sure about. I'm going to tell you about him. Amen. My point is this, then. I think it's helpful for us to know the Word, yep. know our scriptures backwards and frontwards, so that if we're dealing with a lost person, an, un- an unbelieving uh, friend or family member, find, that, find something that, that maybe you can appeal to. that they do accept because you know he was appealing to moses because they accepted moses yes and so he was trying to drag them from moses to him so that's kind of my my final like they're
1: into spiritual stuff well you're into spiritual stuff well let's talk about about the holy spirit what what do you mean about there you go (laughs) so
0: i would challenge us find things you know pray about god i need to witness this person it's hard to break through to them well but what is it maybe that they're into that that is a doorway that, that you can use, and let me kind of pull them from this common thing we share to Jesus. Um, so
1: or just, I'll turn it over. Or you just here. ask to be like, what do you think God thinks about that? That's right. You know, and then that'll start a major yeah. conversation usually yeah. right there. I, you know, you've said it all pretty well, doesn't it? I mean? But I can tell you this: just like you said before, you know, Jesus didn't have to go through none of this for us, mm-hmm. folks. He didn't have to go through that for you. he, he didn't have to even go to the cross for you. You know, he he could have done all he could have just come down here and made us all like robots. There you go. But he didn't. Because he loves you. Mm-hmm. He loves each and every one of us equally. <laughs> you know, he's equal with the Father and He and He loves us equally. And His grace is equal to everybody. His forgiveness is equal to everybody. His eternal life is equal for everybody. All Absolutely. we have to do is not refuse it. Mm-hmm. And and accept what Jesus says. Absolutely. And... You know, life will be a lot better. It won't be easy, but it'll be a lot better. Everything that you got to go through, it'll be a lot better. So, folks, don't miss the point of Jesus. He
0: is God that came in the flesh. He is the point of everything. Yes. And amen and amen. Amen. All right, thank you for letting me join everyone tonight. Yes, thank you, Brother (laughs) You have been listening to Along the Narrow Way, hosted by Pastor Will Russell and co-hosted by Jimmy Miller. If you haven't done so, subscribe to the podcast so you can get updates on new episodes. Thank you for listening, and remember to stay faithful to walk along the narrow way with Jesus.